0: Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based results-driven skincare line. Go to oseamalibu.com slash no meat athlete for a $10 coupon on your first purchase over $50 free shipping for us orders over 75 and free samples with every order. This episode is also brought to you by BioOptimizers. Try their enzyme and probiotic combo pack risk-free today at biooptimizers.com slash no meat. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash no meat, and use coupon code no meat to get 10% off any package.
1: Hi, this is Hope.
0: This is Kareem.
1: Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No me Athlete Radio.
0: Welcome to No Meet Athlete Radio. I am Matt Tolman, and today I am joined by Julia Murray. Hey, Julia. How are you?
1: I am good, thank you. How are you?
0: we're making it today is today is uh or this week is uh the launch of plant bites so for those who have been listening to recent episodes we had izzy fisher on our co-founder and the newest member of uh team no meat athlete and so it's been a wild week uh we just launched yesterday to a very small group of no meat athletes community uh the folks that we call co-creators, the people who took that survey that we talked about a couple weeks ago, and uh, have been participating. Actually, they've taken I don't know five, six surveys. Some of them have tried samples. So uh, yeah, they've they've been really um, incredible in terms of giving us feedback and helping us create the perfect whole food product uh, for the endurance athletes. So it's super exciting, but. Super stressful at the same time trying to, uh, yeah, package hundreds of these little bites and get them into the mail and we're into doing the it. the world. Yeah, we're doing it all on our own. Um, so
1: well, definitely I think, uh I I just think, <laughs> think that that is the best idea to involve the community in the feedback because that's gold, you know, getting that feedback right away from real people and the people that are listening to us right now and probably you know, that you'll be biting on those bites very soon. I think that's so important. I think, uh, you know, when I was going through my, I had Jules Fuel breakfast cereal back in the day, um, up until recently, but I did that for about seven years. And I never even thought about sending out samples to everybody. I was just using, using you know, my close friends and close family. But I would have, you know, it's just such a great idea to get, um, you know, a ton of people telling you what yeah. is wrong and what is right and how delicious they are. Good job.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. I think it's, it's the only way to do it. Right. And what's really fun is that this is a really, um, it's so much more tangible than our work with compliment, which of course is our supplement line. And, uh, we can't make it right. I mean, the, the equipment that compliment is made with is, is literally multiple millions of dollars. I mean, I've, I've, toured the plants i go there regularly i've seen it it's incredible how you make little uh gel capsules full of liquid um but like (laughs) we can't do that and i hope one day we'll open up our own complement factory and buy that equipment um but instead we have to rely on our trusted partners to deliver that um but this is different right we've Mm -hmm. we've hired uh an incredible staff at a commercial kitchen and Izzy is in there, um, you know, uh, of course, with masks and gloves and six feet apart. So it's a little bit, you know, bittersweet for sure. Um, But uh, uh, we're able to like react to, you know, different ideas. And, you know, people gave us, you know, feedback on ingredients. Like the next day, you know, we were able to like do a batch and try it and like send it to 20 people and see what they thought. So it's Mm -hmm. been really, really fun.
1: Well, it's so grassroots. Right, and it's in Boulder, correct? That's where everyone's working from? Yeah, which is where you are. So it's just so hands-on and so grassroots. And uh, yeah, it reminds me of my farmer's market days. It's just a good feeling, you know? It's like that good startup vibe that you've got going on right now. And it's a lot of work, but it's gonna, I think it's gonna be great because I actually haven't tried the bites yet because I'm in Canada and uh, I'm a little bit further away from you guys, but I cannot wait to try them because the ingredients are amazing. And yeah, it's something that I'll bring on my long bike rides, especially, but I'll probably eat them like you are, like every single day as snacks.
0: (laughs) I actually, I hope you didn't hear me chewing. I literally just popped one into my mouth. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have been eating them nonstop. Um, I'm going to have to up my endurance training just so I have an excuse to eat these things and not get fat. Um, no, but, uh, they're whole
1: foods though, so they're not the they're not the they gels are. and the goos and the weird stuff. It's all whole for foods, sure. and, yeah, for sure. I mean, but yeah, it's f- it's definitely it definitely inspires you to go on longer rides because <laughs> yeah. you'll be more actually, energized.
0: <laughs> that's actually so totally unrelated to plant bites. Uh, you know, I I didn't mean to for this to be a plug. Um, unfortunately, it's not yet available to those who are listening. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, this, this isn't a very good advertisement because you can't buy them yet. Um, they're only for those people who have helped us and participated in this process. It's a little thank you. Um, and it's also our way of working out the kinks, you know, making sure that we don't get slammed with, you know, hundreds or even thousands of orders that we can't deal with so this is our way of slowly rolling it out into the world um Mm -hmm. but that being said i did want to talk to you about exactly that topic which you just brought up and that is fueling for exercise um that'll be one of the themes that we get into Uh, but first and foremost uh how are you we're in the middle of covid still what is this like Mm -hmm. day 697 Mm. Um, how's Davy? Are you guys getting out? You usually take like these epic uh, trips. Last year, I think it was last year, right? You you went down the entire Pacific Coast from Canada to Mexico, kite surfing. Mm-hmm. Like, are you guys doing anything <laughs> fun this summer?
1: That was this year. That was twenty twenty before twenty twenty got really crazy. <laughs> um,
0: oh right, that was like January. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that was yeah, amazing. God, it was it definitely like... a bucket list trip, and we got home I was just like... in time. <laughs>
0: yeah that was a kid ago for me so that's right everything has, a lifetime you know, time, ago <laughs> Time has slowed yeah. dealing with you know two two kids under the age of two.
1: <laughs> definitely. oh man. can't imagine. <laughs> um but yeah, what's going on? I Davy just got back from a jet boat jet boating trip, so Canadian and I don't know kind of redneck.
0: <laughs> oh, hold on. I mean, I feel like you always have to educate me on nutrition topics, but is 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 jet boating the Canadian way of saying motor bo- boating?
1: But it's on is rivers. That, is that just...
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So he gotcha. it was him and twenty guys, I think, um, and about ten boats, and they camped and they jet boated up river, up this river, and it was a four day adventure. So <laughs> the stories were great.
0: <laughs> wow, I can't imagine how much beer they had to pack yeah. for twenty yeah, guys and four had days. Some beer. Definitely.
1: <laughs> How can you do a trip like that without beer? I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, and then this, you know, we're in a strange kind of time in this world. It's like no one's really talking about COVID anymore because of, uh, black lives matter. And, and I've, uh, I've personally just kind of taken a step back and really tried to learn as much as I possibly could. I've, I've kind of, you know, done the muted my content for a little bit. And, um, but to shed some positive light on it, uh, me and my friend, Andrea, who's partner with Whistler Vegan Fest, uh, we just put out our first podcast episode, which is exciting. And it's with Jasmine Leva, who I recommend everyone look up and watch her documentary called The Invisible Vegan. And first of all, it's... It's all about what we're about to talk about, going vegan and tips on doing that, but it's all within the black community and it talks about Black Lives Matter even. Um, And we talk about this in the podcast as well. So we're really excited to actually talk to her during this time and get her, um, you know, her views on all of it. And she's super positive, um, obviously very sensitive to the topic and uh, very well-rounded to be speaking about it um and she's gonna be a part of the whistler virtual vegan fest too uh which is happening on the 20th and we've got doug is even making an appearance for 8020 plants and claire minded and plants first nutrition um the other coaches in 8020 uh but yeah it's an epic lineup and it's all a farm sanctuary fundraiser and food bank fundraiser we've got like hot for food and uh genesis butler who is a 13 year old black vegan activist who i'm sure you know of matt she's incredible um, sure, yeah. and then yeah, Carly Taylor, Amy Serrano, Dr. Matt Negra, and even Dr. Pamela Ferguson, another friend of yours. And, uh, DJ Tagger Lily is going to close it all out with a DJ dance set. So I'm really excited about it. It's a lot to kind of organize. Um, but that's sort of what has been taking my time up, uh, this week, especially.
0: Yeah, that is, I mean. What a year to launch a, a festival. I'm so sorry. You know, it <laughs> yeah. sounds like such an incredible lineup. And I, I guess you can get. But we've shifted like 90. Right. No, it was a mm-hmm. great pivot. I commend you for that. And you can get, I think, 90 percent there. I mean, if maybe that's untrue because you don't get those those vibes. Right. With, mm-hmm. you know, being with people, learning with people connecting with people like there's nothing to replace that but yeah. at least you can get the education you get the content mm-hmm. um obviously the main thing missing is that 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 dj uh <laughs> dance set that's gonna oh be we're gonna difficult. be dancing
1: it's just gonna be oh, i have trip. no doubt i have no doubt <laughs> i will
0: i will join you um as long <laughs> okay. as you, the best part for me is that i'll be able to because i'll have like you know one kid sleeping on me and uh <laughs> yeah it's like no, weighted you, dance i Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, I just I did that last night. We were uh, we were cooking dinner, and I was holding uh, my toddler who was uh, like thirty pounds, and, and I was like, I can just do some squats, and like I don't even need to go work out later. Like I'm I'm good, you know. Just
1: <laughs> oh, easy, easy. Yeah. It's just yeah, uh, and it's not only like a it's not a solid piece of equipment. It's constant movement within this. True piece of child equipment that you're using so it's great
0: core so you, get, you get those <laughs> those muscle stabilizers or yeah. or stabilizer muscles in there yeah exactly that's for sure i I keep telling myself that I'm like becoming more resilient to an injury as a result of him climbing all over me but unfortunately it's the opposite like I keep tweaking weird little tiny muscles in my lower back because like <laughs> you know I'm holding him for like 30 minutes at a time and I I set him down I'm like I think I'm crooked you know? <laughs> yeah. posture isn't there. um yeah not mm-hmm. yet not yet um yeah. so as you said we had kind of two topics that you know were, were of genuine interest to us so we're kind of mixing it around doing a little bit of a, a potpourri uh episode today um mm-hmm. and and as you said one is our vegan journey because we have a team member who i mentioned uh, on our last episode, I was talking to Doug about this, it, how we um, uh, confronted, is the wrong word, maybe <laughs> uh, started the conversation with family members, um, and it made us start talking about our own vegan journey, and, and it's been a while since I heard your story, so I would love to learn about that. And But before we get there, I'm curious because I think before or during as a part of your vegan journey. You were obviously an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently I have been fueling my workouts, whether on the bike or with kettlebells, uh, or I'm not doing, uh, sprints with a weighted vest up, uh, the Hills near my house. Um, it's, it's horrible. Uh, <laughs> it's the most painful exercise I'm doing currently. Wow. Um, but what I've realized is that uh, it is far far better when you fuel properly. Um, I'm certain that all the folks listening to us now, uh, right now, uh, know that. Um, but I'm I'm really into the the fasting and you know kind of fat adapted uh, exercise. So so working out in a fasted state um, it helps me cut fat really really quickly. Um, but it definitely feels terrible like you you feel like you're bonking you know within a few minutes sometimes um and so it's been a huge transition because over the last few months since the pandemic started i've been just really into the fasting science and doing that um and so recently with plant bites i've been really like i've just been eating a ton of these things and working out with this like huge injection of fructose and and obviously the the electrolytes and all the the beneficial um compounds that, that come with fresh fruits and superfoods. Uh and and I've just like I felt like alive, you know? <laughs> like it's just it's been totally different. So I'm curious, what's your experience been? What's your approach to exercise these days? And like what was your relationship to food when you were training as an Olympian? And and maybe you can just start there uh, as we introduce your story going vegan.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, nice work with all that crazy workout situation you're doing. That's. Uh, I feel like you're definitely using this time to experiment with your own, you know, abilities and different ways of doing things. And, and it's interesting. That's really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah. I kind of, I like the fasting running state as well. Like when, you know, I wake up in the morning and I go right for a run and I feel energized because it's only, you know, it's about a 40 minute run. It's not hours and hours on the bike. If I have, you know, if I was doing that, then I would definitely bring some plant bites or something along those lines. Um, But yeah, going back to my Olympian days, uh, I was on the national ski cross team for, About five years and throughout all of that, obviously we had, you know, our training sessions were pretty twice a day. If we weren't on the mountain training, we were in the gym twice a day or in the gym for a couple of hours and then going for a bike ride in the afternoon, um, always two sessions. And I just remember my, my coach telling me, or my trainer telling me that I'm a slow responder. You sound like you're a quick responder (laughs) cause you can lose weight, gain muscle very quickly, correct?
0: I think that's true. Yeah, yeah
1: that's awesome. <laughs> I gained
0: fat and and muscle quickly though. Right, right. <laughs> it goes, goes both, both ways. ways.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I I would do a lot a lot in the gym. You know, tons of weight training, lots of big squats, just everything. Um, but I wouldn't really. My body wouldn't change that much. Obviously, I was strong, and you know, I was, I was getting podium finishes quite a bit, and I was, you know, one of the top ski cross racers out there, but I, yeah, I I don't really change within my body too much. But, and then talking nutrition wise, we were, you know, it was the first national team for ski cross. So we didn't have much of a budget. So having a nutritionist on the road with us was just out of the question. And we only had a couple of talks about nutrition. So it wasn't a big thing and it wasn't ever really talked about, which kind of blows my mind now. You know, it's, it's such an important part of being an athlete and it's an important part of just being healthy in general and energized to do what you have to go out and do. Um, but yeah, we didn't have much. So actually that's when I started bringing my own breakfast cereal on the road and that's where Jewel's Fuel came about, which I don't have anymore. I'm now uh, more into the medicinal mushrooms and stay wild organics. I've uh, kind of shifted my, my product, um, my business was that way, and also plant bites, which I'm super excited about. But um, yeah, so, anyways, back to my breakfast. I would at least have my quinoa oatmeal in the morning instead of having, you know, whatever was available, like the cheese and bread and meats that we would have all across Europe, <laughs> which isn't the healthiest situation. Um, and then, yeah, after I retired from ski cross, is when I really got into. Uh, the nutrition world and then I learned all about the plant-based eating and how important it was actually for anti-inflammatory and you know increasing your antioxidants and just eating whole plant foods and how much they can do for your body and I was just blown away again like why didn't we know about this before I maybe could have done so much better maybe I'd you know could have recovered from my multiple knee surgeries better and all of these things were kind of flooding to me and i'm like oh man i just wish i knew this before
0: but wait i don't understand so <laughs> as a like literally the top of your sport your coaches i mean i i get that maybe you couldn't afford a uh, an on staff nutritionist but like there was no discussion of like i mean even positive or negative relative to the actual nutrition science, like, they weren't at least pushing protein. I mean, there just wasn't discussion of it. There was I mean, talk- I guess I'm not that that confused, right? Like, I, I was a, a competitive tennis player, you know, I was ranked in the top 20 in the Western states, you know, and, like, yeah. I didn't do anything around nutrition. I mean, I, I read men's health from, like, you know, starting at 12, and so I was really into salmon and blueberries because like, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's the mainstream ethos when it comes to nutrition, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, fish is good for you. Blueberries are our antioxidants. Like there wasn't a lot more discussion, but I just would have thought that at, at the Olympian level you were getting into that. No?
1: Well, I mean, there was talk around the dinner table about, you know, what we were eating and then, Oh, we should carb load cause we have a big race tomorrow. But really it, there wasn't a much of an understanding from the from anybody that was on the road with us. Um, so yeah, it was kind of up to ourselves to kind of research what we wanted to research. And, you know, now I'm sure it's completely different because there's probably more funding with um, the ski cross team and they probably have a nutritionist traveling around with them. But then, yeah, no, it was just kind of, we, we were mainly focused on, you know, training, stretching, massage, physio, uh visualizing looking at video from the previous day and and then just you know just not really talking about nutrition (laughs) it's pretty crazy and you know like when we were in at
0: um... least you had had the massage right? yeah that was the best
1: (laughs) yeah our masseuse was six foot six or something his name was pita and he would just get the elbow oh my god it was so painful it was not a relaxing massage
0: I was about to say the only the only problem is that anytime I've, i only get massaged if i'm injured i haven't yeah. had like a relaxing massage in probably 10 years if ever you know but like i throw out my back and i'm like okay i just i know that if somebody works on it for like you know uh, you know but like as a physical therapist type not as like a you know incense and and calming mm-hmm. um music type <laughs> massage and it is always so painful and i'm just like I don't want you to massage my forearms and my calves like my my lower back is messed up just focus on the part that hurts and you know if i'm screaming great (laughs) that means it's being effective
1: it's all connected though Matt. you got to get into everything
0: (laughs) that's what my that's what they always said that's always what my mom said you know growing up i was like i know but like i just really hurt my neck and i just you know i need you to do that
1: (laughs) yeah Oh man. Yeah. Painful, but so good after when you've uh, recovered from that.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Um, I need to do more stretching. I'm not like, I, I know to, that's probably, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the most important thing. We'll, we should do a, a whole podcast on like, you know, what, what we're going to do to habit change our way to, uh, to stretch more, because I feel like it's like flossing. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that you're supposed to do it. And yet like, it's just, hard to. Um, (laughs) But actually, while we're getting to floss and stretching, uh, another thing that we have to do is thank our sponsors this week. So let's take a moment and uh, thank Osea. Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based results-driven skincare line. Osea puts your health and the health of our planted first with potent skin care and body care solutions that are pure, safe, and effective. Osea stands for the elements of wellness, ocean, sun, earth, and atmosphere. Their entire line is built on these four pillars and pulls from botanical sources around the world to create products that are truly effective. I've used these and actually don't use any other body care, um, uh, products I just don't use them, but but these are actually like they're they're starting to hook me. I like them. Um, each product is infused with sustainably sourced organic Patagonian seaweed and active botanicals that create a nutrient and mineral rich bioavailable base, which can re- help reveal and illuminate your natural radiance. Whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti aging, or blemish solutions. On top of that, every product is sustainably packaged, non-toxic, cruelty free, and vegan, of course, and made with love in California. Go to osia malibu.com slash no meat athlete. That's oseamalib dot com slash no meat athlete for a ten dollar discount on your first purchase of $50 or more. Free shipping for US orders. Over seventy-five dollars and free samples with every order. This episode is also.
1: I just have to say to though by- that that sounds like like I always just want to be in the ocean for my skin and my hair and everything. I just love that feeling, and it sounds like it's just a splash of ocean on your face. I gotta try that.
0: Let's do it. We gotta we gotta get you some ocean <laughs> Malibu. Um, sounds great. We're gonna make that happen. You should move to Boulder yeah um, easy <laughs> i know you love your whistler mountain but let's do it <laughs> um this episode is also brought to you by by optimizers enzymes are the workhorses of digestion you know that julia that's why you love your mushrooms and all the rest your probiotics i know that's your mm-hmm. thing mine too yours a little bit more good for the gut. but right? Enzymes help break down your food into usable macro and micro nutrients. But if you're over the age of 35, your enzyme levels have already begun to decline, which can lead to indigestion, gut issues, mold overgrowth, and even compromise your immune system and make you more susceptible to certain viruses. Uh, But enter... By optimizers and their enzyme and probiotic supplementation, they're one of the best companies out there that I've seen that specializes in this. You know, optimizing your digestive system through supplementation. Their supplement masszymes not only contains more protease than any other enzyme on the market, it also contains 13 additional enzymes, including lipase for fat, fat digestion which work at every stage of digestion, making it that much more effective. And I'm particularly a fan of their probiotic P3OM. It uses a patented natural process to upgrade a well-researched probiotic strain. It's really cool if you look into it. It's this super strain that they call the Navy Seal of probiotics because it eliminates (laughs) bad bacteria while protecting the good bacteria. So. To learn more, go to buyoptimizers.com slash nomeat. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash nomeat and use coupon code nomeat to get 10% off any package. And try their enzyme and probiotic combo pack risk-free Today, they have the best guarantee I've seen in the in- industry, and I work in the industry. It's a 365 day full money back guarantee. Again, that's slash no meat. Okay. And awesome. we're back. <laughs> Where were we? We're back. I think we were, uh, you were talking about
1: nutrition. Um, well, yeah, I think that I have to say before um, I kind of, wow. Well, My mom, first of all, was just, she kind of, you know, instilled in me a lot of great habits. So it's not like I was going through um, all my athletic career with no idea what to do nutrition wise. But she was doing the best she could with the knowledge that she had. And then after I retired from Ski Cross, I became a nutritionist through Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. And I just realized, um, you know, all these arrows were pointing to the plant based diet for uh, inflammation and antioxidants and good gut health like we were just talking about and uh yeah so that that's sort of where this whole journey started um and why i started hooked on plants and started sharing recipes through there and now we have 80 20 plants to help people transition um so yeah it's just it's amazing once you start diving in to the plant-based world and you get blown blown away by all the things that you didn't know so you know like i watched All the documentaries available at the time, Cowspiracy, What the Health. Um, I watched Earthlings, but I can only make it, you know, seven minutes into the movie pretty much. No, about half an hour. But if anyone's anyone's looking to really get connected with their why, I highly, highly recommend you just watch the first scene of Earthlings and you don't have to watch the rest of it. But that's where I, (laughs) I just made that connection, you know, to my dog being the same as the cow that becomes a steak on a plate so once you make that connection it's very difficult to go back and it's just yeah it's very powerful um and you know i just realized if we can live a happy and healthy life without causing unnecessary suffering to others then why wouldn't we choose that option it's just an easy realization to come to once you realize what's going on in the industry so there you go
0: yeah it's so funny that you say that about cowspiracy I have a controversial uh, thing to admit. Um, I don't know that I've ever watched the full Cowspiracy movie. You mean Earthlings, Um, right?
1: The animal one?
0: Was it Earthlings? Cowspiracy is the... the... I might have. Okay, yeah. Because it all blends together so much. But I totally remember what you're describing. and And I think I put it on... Uh, like it just come out and I was like trying to convince my parents, or my sister, or somebody. And I put it on in like a family kind of Sunday dinner scenario. And like everyone, <laughs> it was just like we couldn't get. I mean, like you say, you can only get like five minutes into it before it's just so shocking, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for us vegans, like we kind of almost make ourselves immune to it. You know, obviously, we expose ourselves more and more. Uh, or we expose ourselves more than the vast majority of other people, right? Because, like, we follow fellow vegans, we all get um, activated and, and share, you know, these these videos. Uh, you know, we, we look at the pig vigil in, in LA, like, we acknowledge the reality. But at the same time, like, I have to admit, so many times like i just scroll past it on instagram because i'm like i know it's really really tragic and it just makes me depressed and i don't want to keep seeing it (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. i don't know what the right answer is on that one but i can totally connect with what you said that you can only get through the first few minutes and then i had to shut it off
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's definitely earthlings what you're talking about because earthlings or dominion but um I agree. I think that you don't have to continue to watch these things if you know if you know the reason why you're plant-based and vegan now. Then you can just uh, maybe remind yourself every now and then. Because I kind of feel like I do need to remind myself what the animals are going through, and then that really does drive my passion to help spread this mes- message in a positive way through delicious food. Uh, but even the environment, like watching *Cowspiracy*, you'll you'll learn about this. It's just Animal agriculture is the number one cause of greenhouse gas emissions, more than the entire transportation sector combined. Number one cause for ocean dead zones. And, you know, it takes 1800 gallons of water to create one pound of beef, which is insane. Uh, and also yeah, animal agriculture is. uses like 34 to 76 trillion gallons of water annually. And if you think about it, like if, if you're trying to take shorter, sh- shorter showers or turning off the tap while you brush your teeth, Just to make a bit of a difference, that's 5% of the water consumed in North America from private homes. And 55% is used for animal agriculture. Um, And then you can get into the land. uh, And then also it just takes 9 to 15 times more resources to produce an animal calorie versus a plant calorie. So skipping the middle animal and going straight to the source, which is the plant you will um you'll just help the environment that much more in in the best best way that we can it's it's very empowering to know that you know it's like you don't have to wait for the government to make changes you don't have to wait for uh, someone else to do something about it you can just actually make a statement with your plate and choose plants over animals i think that a lot of people listening to this right now um, realize a lot of these things already but i think it's a I personally like being reminded of them, so yeah. There you go, little reminders. I
0: was about to say you do you do need to remind yourself and and look, unfortunately, I can't get away from the animal cruelty because obviously my my friend group, the folks that I follow on Instagram, you know, it's it's uh, one out of all of them, you know, is posting something once a week about the environmental degradation or animal cruelty or something so i i totally agree with you that you need to keep exposing yourself to to kind of stoke that that fire and and frankly Mm -hmm. what i usually do is is watch the first three seconds decide whether or not it's an effective piece of uh or an emotional piece i should say and and then i forward it on to like the three people who i'm i'm working on currently (laughs) trying to uh Trying to turn them, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, there's a few really powerful speeches um, on YouTube that, you know, if you have family members that are having a hard time making that connection and understanding where you're coming from, um, Gary Urofsky, the, uh, what's it called? This speech is your wake-up call, I think. And James Aspie has a good one. Um, and then also Philip Wollen. Have you heard of him? He has he has one called "Animals Should Be Off the Menu. And it's not graphic at all. It's just talking about you know the truth and environment and, and animals and really makes that connection very, you know easy to understand. Um, but I think yeah, the takeaways for for just going plant-based is do your personal best. You can choose plant options over animals as much as you possibly can. And if you don't want to put a label on it, that's totally fine. Um, but if everyone did that in the whole world, that would make a huge, huge difference. And then also dig deep and find your reason behind everything. You know, your why power and educate yourself because, you know, everyone deserves to know exactly where food is coming from and who that food once was. Um, and then also explore the vegan food realm. You know, if you think you could never give something up, then it's available as a vegan version. Now it's just the easiest time to go plant-based. Um, and then also find your community. So this is, Incredible, incredibly important because when I was going plant-based, I didn't have anyone around me actually doing it. Um, my mom hopped on board pretty quickly after she read the China study and Eat to Live by Joel Fuhrman. Um, she needs the science behind things, which, you know, we all should. Uh, but I had no meat athlete that I was listening to, you know, five years ago. Which is so crazy, and that felt like a bit of a community. And then now, what I wish I had was eighty twenty plants. It's a full on community and one on one coaching and everything that I wish I had. So find that community either online or around your community physically, and you know potlucks going on or you know Whistler Vegan Fest kind of stuff, that kind of thing. Um, and then continue to inspire yourself and educate yourself around everything that's going on and follow vegan YouTubers and vegan um, Instagrammers. And, uh, oh, there's there's another one that everyone should probably watch on YouTube called Neil Bernard's, uh, what's it called? The Cheese Trap by Neil Bernard. And that was
0: yeah, a Yeah, that is a good one.
1: Isn't it? Yeah, it's such a crazy, um, I think it's about 40 minutes, but all these realizations come into play when, you know, cheese is always the last to go. It, for most people, it's either cheese or eggs. Um, Or fish, but you know cheese is just so delicious and on everything and (laughs) Once I heard that first of all, it's physically addictive Especially to humans because it's meant for the calf to come back to the mama cow But humans are not a calf growing to a cow So it's actually way more physically addictive to us and once you compact that milk or dairy into cheese It's about 26 times as many casomorphins in the in that cheese which is the addictive aspect, like an opioid in dairy. Um, and then this one is, it's kind of gross, but when I heard milk, cheese, and ice cream referred to as coagulated cow pus, <laughs> that turned me wow. right off. And yes, there is a limit to how much pus is allowed in dairy, but you wouldn't want too much, right? <laughs> but, but that means there's still pus in dairy. So yeah, I was right. I was completely done after that. Um, and there's so many vegan cheeses out there now. So why would I want to eat dairy when there's all these amazing vegan alternatives?
0: <laughs> it's so funny that you brought up the pest stuff. I haven't <laughs> thought about that in like five years. Right, Back, you I need was, that
1: you reminder. Know,
0: doing, I was doing all that research. And and uh, yeah, it is, it is crazy. You know, like all of us want this hermetically sealed piece of food. You know, like not, you never want to think about the manure... That goes on to the soil where you're, you know, or, or like, you know, the fruit being transported on the highway with all of the exhausts and other carcinogens in the air. Like, you just don't want to think about that stuff. And yet, I think for so many non-vegans and vegans, like we lie to ourselves or, or, or we're just ignorant to the real facts of, of some of the really gross things that you eat, like Cow milk pus, which uh, always, yeah. always a great reminder. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard hard to wrap up a show with cow milk pus. Um, oh, well,
1: I can. We could switch it a little bit. <laughs> we could talk about calcium for a second, and you know, with dairy, uh, the countries with the highest dairy consumption also have the highest link to osteoporosis. Um, I don't know if you heard my dog there, just kind of. Oh, about that, but he was totally in <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, so there you go. You can leave it off at that. And also, yeah. just leave it off at um, if people need a community to get in touch with us on Instagram, uh, No Meat Athlete or Hooked on Plants or Tune into or vegan fest, virtual fest. You can just you know message me, Hooked on Plants, for all the links about that. And uh, yeah, make that community happen and continue to, to remind yourself about why you're doing this um and we can be here for those little reminders
0: (laughs) yeah more than ever i think you know uh community is hard to create in the time of covid but maybe even more important as a result so i'm glad that is a much better ending than calpus so thank you for (laughs) for wrapping up there and thank you to all the listeners this week we appreciate you being a part of this and as uh Julia just said, please reach out to us at No Meat Athlete Official on Instagram, hooked on plants. Julia is much more active. I'm barely on Instagram, but you can maybe find me if you look hard enough. Vegan underscore Any last VC? parting words? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I've posted one picture in, in a year. Um, oh, wow. I'm, yeah, That's good. Consistency. But-
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of you. Yeah,
0: not doing it. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm super proud of. Plant well, Bites I mean, and you're not yeah, busy at gonna, all. So
1: yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm <laughs>
0: impressed. <laughs> no, but Two I'm proud kids, of everything that we're we're doing, and I yeah. need to be out there. I need to be out there sharing sharing it with the world. I'm gonna do <laughs> that. So well, people anyway. can
1: follow Plant Bites too, right? Because that's a new Instagram yeah. handle and learn about
0: plant bites izzy is on there very active like you digital native can see all Uh, the behind the
1: (laughs) all behind the scenes going on with making these incredible bites i'm excited to try
0: Yep, we're gonna get you a a bottle of my favorite osea malibu product uh and also some plant bites so alrighty, thanks everybody (laughs)
1: thank you